Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and our Christmas party continues 12 days of Christmas. And the music in the background is from our good buddy, Mr. Phil Wickham. His new Christmas album called Christmas should be playing in the background of your life constantly as it is in mine. Today on the show, now listen, every year for the Christmas party, one of my favorite things is talking to people about decorating your home, what the decoration should look like, how you transfer that into January, all the things. And so the perfect guest for us this year is a brand new friend of mine, Victoria Durstock. Her new book is called Heart and Home for Christmas. You may already have her first book, Heart and Home, but this one is Heart and Home for Christmas, and it is so sweet. You're going to absolutely love it. And she has got a lot of good ideas, even at this late in the game, of how to get your house together, make it right, and get ready for Christmas Day and as you transition into the new year. And we do get to chat about that week between Christmas and New Year's where we're all going to try to read two books. So we talked about that too. So here's my conversation with our new but great friend, Victoria Durstock. Victoria, here's the best thing about everything. Well, it's Christmas for starters. Amen. I know. And also you and I aren't real friends yet, but there's a rule about my show. I don't know if you know this. The rule is we either are friends or I want to be your friends. So this literal podcast is just an opportunity for me to make more friends. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you questions that everyone, people are going to be like, Annie, we know Victoria. Why did you ask her that? But th- if you and I were getting coffee, this is what I would ask you. Okay, then let's do it. Does that feel fine? I think it's great. Where'd you fly from? <laughs> I didn't. I drove. Oh, see? Yes. Tell me more. So drove over from the Memphis area. We live oh, just okay. in North Mississippi. So Great. Let's talk about this. <laughs> um, did you watch... Christmas and Graceland or the Graceland Hallmark movies? I did We did not like those. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to have feelings about it. those. That were not our favorites of our Hallmark girls that we gotcha. talk about. Gotcha. You yep. didn't watch those. You're I not didn't. a Hallmark Christmas movie person? Um, it's been the, great having you here. The, Thanks for coming. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. We would never at, kick you out. At the moment, no, because I'm busy. You know you know how it is when you're writing books and stuff? I've and, heard, yeah. yeah you, you've heard this it's before. Busy. Um, it tends to occupy all of your free time. Uh-huh. So no, I don't always get to catch up on the Hallmark movies. No. Well, listen, I need you to make some time for yourself. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I <laughs> let me know read, how you do that. Let me. I want to read your bio to people because I love it so much. You're a writer, a blogger, a speaker, and a teacher with over 20 years experience in the furniture and design industry. How are you all these things? <laughs> well, I've lived 100 years. Yeah. Also, everyone, she's incredibly old. You should see her. She looks very old. No, Saggy skin and all. Not at all. Um, no, my husband uh, and I got married about 23 years ago. Okay. And I had majored in music, and I got my music education master's degree. Were you all Mississippi people already? No. Okay. lived in Florida. Okay. Coastal, give me the coast. Yeah. I love the beach. Give me the ocean. Yes. So God moved us to Mississippi I was about, about say, eleven so years Northern ago. Mississippi <laughs> makes tons right? of sense. That was definitely a God move. That was against our will, um, and totally His. But we, um, when we got married, He was in the interior design industry, oh, and cool. I went to work for Him early on because I got pregnant quickly, and I was very sick. So t- trying to teach piano lessons and organ and all this stuff to people was really challenging. So I went to work for Him, and followed along with the interior designers and went to furniture markets. And we've done that just our whole lives. So I have traveled with him, kind of had a foot in the design industry and just loved, you know, seeing the trends, looking at the magazines, seeing the kind of products that he gets to bring to market. And so that's kind of how that side's happened. And writing has just occurred in the last few years because I'm an avid reader and I love, I just love reading. Who do you love to read? um, I love a variety of people. Are you fiction or nonfiction or both? All. 
Me too. I'll read if it is everything. words bound together, yes. I will probably read it. Yeah. Yeah. And give me a good biography. Let me learn about people. Let me read something that I don't know anything about. Yeah. Okay. So who who should people? I I am encouraging all of our friends. The week between Christmas and New Year's, put your phone away. Yeah. And read some books. Let's read two books over that week. I love it. So I'm going to try to read two books over that week, and we're going to put our phones away a little bit. All right. What are what are you going to be reading, and what are you reading, and what should we read? All right, so I loved Daring Greatly by Brene yes, Brown. That yes. was one if of my favorites read Brene, this year. Yeah, like, start twenty twenty with some. Oh Brene. man, like she can really make me cry. You like Daring Greatly over um, what's the one about being in a arena? Oh, that's my favorite poem now. Like I use that one all the time, especially when I get a review back on one of my books. Girl, you read your reviews. <laughs> Listen, Victoria, I can't help it. Yeah, you ha- you have to. You have to start helping <laughs> it's it. So hard. You've already done the work. Don't read the reviews. Everybody's going to, there are going to be people who do not like your work. I know. But the majority of us, the reason you are here, even though we aren't friends, is I love your work. Oh, So there are way more of us than the people who don't like your work. So stop reading those. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. But anyway, you tell yourself a get up in the arena anyway. Yes. I love that poem. It's so good. Yeah. Um, And then I love, I love anything that tells me how to live my life a little bit more organized. So Mm -hmm. James Clear and Atomic Habits, one of my favorites. I want to read it again. Okay. Just so good. Like, we had Emily Lay on earlier this year. Yeah. In her new book. And so yeah. that would be a great one for people to read about. No, I think it's, um, I just, it's so great to be challenged in our mindsets sometimes mm-hmm. of we get in habits and we just don't think about living our lives for the future versus mm-hmm. just trying to survive today. Come and on. so I love, I love his idea of, you know, live your life. If you want to be skinnier or healthier or whatever it is that it is that you're trying to make that change for, he says, start living that way today. Start making those choices today. And you don't have to go out and run a marathon, but you need to go ahead and tie your tennis Sure. Like, like keep what's it simple. The, I mean, Emily Freeman would say, what's the next right thing? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. That's exactly right. And so I love that. You know, yeah. that, those are so challenging. And I was just re- I was just reading this really great book the other night, uh, Remember God. Ah, thank you so much. <laughs> no, but it's so good because there's so many things that you say in that book that I that resonate with me. And, and the writing is, um, you're, you love the cathedrals and, you know, I love oh the ocean, gosh. you know, and yes. it's the same, it's the same thing. It's, it's how God speaks thing. to me and, and um, just the awe. Yeah. When you get him. to the end about and there's a cathedral at the very end that is going to ruin your life. It's yeah. so sweet. It's yeah. the sweetest story God's ever done for me. Mm. I can't wait for you to get I to it. I love it. What's your Enneagram number? I am a four wing five. Okay. Okay. You're a four with a five wing. But I live in my one a lot. Uh-huh. That's fine. I mean, and that's not really pretty because I'm a tell. perfectionist. Well, the, the I want to live, I want to read books now that help me be better in the future. Not a lot of fours are feeling that real hard. I mean, they want to be better people, but they're just, they got a lot to feel on the way there. So yes. I get that. Yeah. So, but there's like this real big split for me. I'm, I can either be really great administratively and mm-hmm. I can organize and I can mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Or I can be really great creatively. Yeah. And I think the music side, the writing side, all of that yeah. lives there. So when I live administrative, I'm not very fun and creative. Yep. When I'm fun and creative, I can't be really organized Girl, and administrative. Same, same. So it's weird. Um, okay, so you've always been a reader. That's how you got yes. to be a writer. Yeah. Okay. I always thought you just, like, people became writers, and they would write a really good book. Yep. Okay. And somebody would say, that's a really good book. Let's publish that. But that's not really the way it works. No, no. <laughs> not, not particularly how it works. <laughs> I just, yeah. I had this fantastic vision I of. I think it probably worked like that in, like, 19. I think you're right that there's a 19 number that that's how it worked. <laughs> But not a 20 Well, and number. I lived there. So, yeah, you know, too. when I was reading there, you know, I me thought too. this is the way it works. I started writing there. Yeah. <laughs> I was writing in the 19s. Yeah. <laughs> but I had this ideal of, you know, one day my kids would be grown and they would leave the home and I'd get to sit down and just write words. And mm-hmm. 
and enjoy, you know, the process of creating the great sentence and yeah. putting words together that made made an impact for people. Yeah. And it's just been a little bit more work than that. Yeah. Are your kids grown? Almost. Okay. The oldest is 22. Okay. Middle is 18. And the youngest is 15. Oh, wow. Okay. So not boy, quite. Boy, girl, tell me what they are. So two girls. And okay. then the, my boy is the 15-year-old. Okay. So he's bringing up the rear. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so how many books have you written now? All right, so I contributed to three anthologies before okay. these two came out. Okay. Um, and these are the two that have been published. I've got a novel out there that hasn't been published yes. yet, so maybe one day. But... It's finished and you're shopping it? Yes. All right, people, yeah. you hear that? Let's go, agents. <laughs> are you, you're even an agent? I do. Okay, I do. good. We don't need agents. Yes. We need publishers. <laughs> All right, fiction it's, publishers, it's let's a, go. It's a crime suspense, general okay. general market, clean read. Yes, girl. Super fun. Okay, yeah. Um, and so, but these, t- you said two. I have yes. one. I have Heart and Home for Christmas. Yes. So this is, is the second today. one. Ah, okay. The first one came out in April. Heart oh. and Home, Design Basics for Your Soul and Living Space. Ah, brilliant. Talking about unity and harmony and flow and balance and all that stuff that we need in our homes and we mm-hmm. also need in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's just as, it is incredible to me what you've done here. That's why you're here, is every year, a couple of years ago, we had Landon Hutchinson living with Landon. Last year, we had Nicole Gallion. I like to bring someone in every year at our Christmas party that helps us decorate our sure. Christmas party better yeah. and our lives better. But what you've done is you every page of this is like a devotional thought about how you decorate. Yeah. That's like no joke. That's it, impressive. It was a lot of fun to flesh out the ideas, you know, and you know this, as you're working on your proposal and, and what you're going to do, you have this great idea of how it should lay out, but uh-huh. you don't necessarily have the whole thing written. Yeah. And so they say, well, do 100 of these. And well, I gave you 10. So can I do 100? Like, is right. that possible? Like, right. can I can I take God's word and rightly divide it without making it say something it really doesn't? Yeah. Um, but it, so it's really neat to see how God just kind of unfolded those ideas. Right. And then combined with these wonderful Instagram personalities that are already writing about their faith and their design and connecting with them. Yeah, because in the back you listed all these different Instagrammers who contributed tips and photography. Yeah, yeah, they were great. They were fantastic to partner with. They've become really good friends. I mean, these were just people on the internet that I sent messages to and said, hey, you don't know me, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing this, and I would think (laughs) that maybe you'd like to be involved. And your front door (laughs) is awesome, and I would love to have you. Okay, so here's what I would love to do. Let's just, everyone is mostly decorated for Christmas, mm-hmm. but they're not done. I'm not done. Right. I still need some things in some places. Right. Uh, I had a book due on November, I don't know. I think it was, I think it was due like the 10th-ish. And I, my my reward was I could put up my tree. Yes. And so I've started early, but what has actually ended up happening is it's been a long, drawn-out drawn out process. Yes. <laughs> so talk, let's talk through, I just kind of want to go through the house. Yeah. Everybody can decorate their living room, but there's some other things we need. I know. It's really a lot of fun. I mean, wreaths are not just for the front door anymore. And and Keep you can going. kind of flip through the book a little bit. Yes. You'll see oh, some flipping. of these ladies are amazing. They, I mean, your cupboards in your kitchen can have those little boxwood wreaths on them. And uh-huh. it just adds just this little pop of Christmas. It's not terribly complicated, but just a pretty ribbon and a little wreath. You can do it on your windows. Um, you can even put some, like, for mamas that have kids at home. They can yeah. put wreaths on the kids' doors and decorate them with their own little ornaments. Make oh, my that gosh. Feel like, like each kid decorate yeah. their own bedroom door right. wreath. 
Oh, Annie, don't forget that when you have kids. Don't forget that when you have kids. I'm going to be like, Chad, producer Chad, pull this quote for me. And once I'm pregnant, send it back to me. So that I remember to let my kids do their own wreaths on yeah. their doors. That's adorable. And, and that's, just get like a wreath hanger yes. and a little wreath from the Target. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated. But let them have that ownership of yeah. their thing. They can decorate it any way they want to. And I mean, it can be not the best, but it can be super cute too. Yes. You know, let them have fun. Your go-to stores, before we jump into the house, your go-to Christmas shopping stores. Well, this is a challenge because, you know, my husband travels internationally because he buys things wholesale, right? Oh, yeah. So when we go shopping, I might want to buy something. Yes. (laughs) So you buy Christmas things in Germany at wholesale. Okay. Right. So his comment frequently will be, you know, I could buy that in China for. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So it makes it a little more challenging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love I love Ballard. You know, they have yes. some great, um, beautiful things. I love Hobby Lobby and Mike. I mean, you just I'm so eclectic. Mm-hmm. I'm an eclectic reader. I'm just mm-hmm. an eclectic person. I have a lot mm-hmm. of different interests. And so my house is very eclectic too, yeah. sometimes. Okay, so we're gonna start at the front of the house. Okay. Talk to me about your entryway and your front door. Like and also we have to be on budget. I just right. don't have all the money. Right. And I can't use the money, the little monies that I do have, I can't use them all to decorate my house that no one really sees except me. Right. Well, so I think think it's really important at the beginning of the season to save some money because at the end of the season, everything gets marked down anyway. Oh, you're brilliant. So like in the beginning, just plan. Like I'm going to save. I love glass ornaments and I get them from Artful Home and Mm -hmm. they're they're beautiful. They're, I mean, they're just amazing, but they're hand-blown. They are not cheap. Yeah. But I only buy one or two a year and I wait till after Christmas because mm-hmm. they're marked down. Mm-hmm. And so then I get to enjoy them. And so now after a few years, you have a few on your tree, you know, and so you just grow that collection over time. But I don't buy them before Christmas because you go and buy them after. Yeah. And then store them yeah, away. So I for save next that year. money. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so that's one of those things where I'm like, you know, if we just planned ahead a little bit with that budget money, because mm-hmm. we don't want to be paying for for Christmas in June. I mean, there's just no fun in that. Right. To have to look back and say, oh, I wish I could go on vacation, but I'm still paying for Christmas ornaments. Yes. I mean, there's just no joy. Right. So saving a little money ahead of time and then being able to shop after Christmas and, yeah. you know, when things are slashed 70%, 80% right, off. Right, I mean, right. that's perfect. But I think also, especially the front door and the entrance, mm-hmm. um, you can gather stuff from outside. Twigs. Oh, yeah, real life things. Pine pine needles, pine cones. Yeah, so, I see so, a know, lot. Like, in the book, there's a lot of pine cone. Use a pine cone here. Yeah, use pine, yeah a lot of real life <laughs> right. outside things. Very yeah. natural. And, and you can use that almost like winter decor. Mm-hmm. Or you can spray paint it gold and silver. Oh, and you're singing wine. my song right I mean, now. You know, spray like, paint it gold. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can have all the pretty glittery things that you want, but you can also keep it very natural and neutral looking and, you know, um, those long twigs and grapevine wreaths, all that natural looking stuff is is easy to collect many times and maybe not at your house, but maybe your church has some of those trees planted because they're evergreens. So you can go to different places and find that stuff and collect it. Yeah, dear local churches, Victoria just told everyone to come steal your greenery. So just be down. When when they say, I heard that on That Sounds Fun podcast, that's not 100% the story. I want you to know I didn't say. I think it's a great idea, but I didn't come up with it. I think you just threw me under the bus. That's right. Oh, for sure. For sure I did because I got those pat- – listen, I got enough people that yell at me on the internet for other stuff, Victoria. I don't need getting yelled oh, at great. by churches. That's another negative review. For, yeah. They, oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's another reason for you to read Brene Brown. Um, how often – are you like when you think about a house and decorating for Christmas? Are you thinking? Do you put stuff in every room? How often are you like, okay, it's going to be in this room and this? Is there something in every room at Christmas? In my personal house, uh-huh. no. Okay, 
Um, and part of that is probably the season I'm in. Um, I've tried to really be... Talk more about that because yes. I'm sure a lot of people are going to feel what you're saying. Well, you know, there are seasons where the, when the kids are little, they're yanking the ornaments off the tree. If they can get to them, they're yanking them off, they're breaking. So you don't want to necessarily put stuff on the bottom of the tree mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're putting a, unbreakables, mm-hmm. um, you know, or you're putting a gate around it or whatever. So each season of our lives is a little bit different in what we do. Sometimes you don't have a lot of time after Christmas to put the decor away. So you may not want to put it all through the house because you're going to forget <laughs> where that thing was. Right. I, a couple years ago, I posted on Facebook an angel that was still sitting in my front entrance, yeah. and it was like April. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is just being real. Well, tomorrow like, on the show is Melinda Doolittle, and she keeps her Christmas tree up year-round. Ah, well, there you That's go. That's what she's coming to tell us <laughs> about. <laughs> How that that works for you. See, people are doing those things, and that's great. And I think that if that's your season and you want to do that and you have time and um, the energy to do it, I think it's great. I think there's beautiful things that are being done in bedrooms and on headboards and just having that little cozy space that's just for you, you know, because at Christmas it gets hectic. Mm -hmm. So if you want to decorate a space just for yourself, I think that's great. But I think also don't put too much on yourself, on your plate, because then it's So tell us three places – if we're starting at the front door and working our way all the way back up and down, depending on my my house doesn't have an up and down. It's just straight out. Uh-huh. Um, where are the three places we've got to have some decoration for the holiday? Well, I love the living room, obviously, mm-hmm. especially if that's where you're going to do Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, and, and gather. Um, it's, uh, it's another great place um, to have some stuff in the kitchen. I think it's just fun. I think uh-huh. you can do a hot chocolate bar and you can put some little wreaths out and just little little touches of Christmas. Um, and then the dining room. I mean, a lot okay. of people like to do the tablescapes and, you know, it can be really elaborate or it can be simple. But I think that those are probably my main areas. And that's really where we usually have guests anyway. And mm-hmm. so having a home that's inviting for company and make them feel like they want to be there mm-hmm. is really important to me. What are some things to add to the house besides a tree and wreath at Christmas time that makes it feel homey? I think it's the cozy stuff. It's that whole Huga, you know, the Danish idea of um, that coziness. So the blankets, the chunky blankets are super popular, the fuzzy pillows. Um, I've got some friends that um, will put socks at the door. Oh, that's cute. And so you can take, when you take your shoes off, you get a new pair of socks and they can be Christmas socks. Oh my gosh, there's a whole Devo in here in your book about not wearing shoes in the house. (laughs) Can you talk about that for a minute? Well, it reminds me of of the story, you know, where Moses took his shoes off because yeah. he was on sacred ground. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what prompted that. A lot of people, you know, want you to take your shoes off when you go inside. But yeah. um, and it's to keep the floor clean. But it also brought me to mind why I took my sh- shoes off, as Moses did, mm-hmm. in the burning bush because mm-hmm. he was standing on holy ground. Yeah. And, and just how that can be just translated into our homes. Yeah. Here's what I like about you, Victoria. Everything means something. That's yeah. your foreness, but that's also your Victorianess. <laughs> I am the same way. Everything in my house means something. Yes. Nothing is just like right. Random. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that I was like, shoes off, a whole devotional in here about taking your shoes off. That's fascinating. (laughs) Um, What about guest bathrooms? Tell me what we put in there. You know, I think it can be simple. You know, the fun soaps that smell like Christmas, the hand soaps can can smell like Christmas. You've got the little hand towels that they can wipe their hands on. Put little wreaths. If there's a window, there could be a little wreath with a little ribbon. It doesn't have to be overly complicated, I don't think. Um, Now, I live in a condo, so I don't have an attic or a basement. Okay. And so my storage is in one of the... One of the extra bedrooms. <laughs> there's millions. No, there's like a <laughs> guest room, and then there's a really small that was a nursery that I yeah. use as a library. One of those closets is for storage. Sure. When you say chunky blankets and when you say pillows, yeah. How do I store? What do I do with those off season? Like mm. the other 
11, no, for me, 10 months sure. of the year that they, that they well, are. Now. I use blankets year round because I'm just always cold. Uh-huh. But um, So gray aren't. blankets instead of like red ones. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> yes. They don't have to necessarily be Christmas colored. And then for pillows, like if they are kind of pillow covers, uh-huh. like you can take the pillow insert out of it oh, and brilliant. use it with another pillow cover and then put the other covers away. So it's, it doesn't say, take up that so much space. it is flat. Yes. I just need to order pillow covers, pillow covers for the pillows yeah. I already have. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. What a blessing to have <laughs> such a wise woman across the podcast well, table. Well, I'm so much older. That's so. what, Oh, my gosh. I don't think you are. I do not think you are. You've just procreated faster than I did. Um, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So then you can just store the flat pillow yes. covers. Yeah. And you can use those year after year, and they don't get yes. dirty. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's been my problem is I have this little stack in the corner of one of the closets of six pillows, and I'm right. like, what am I doing? Right. You wish you could crush it somehow. Yes, that's what I'm always or like. Or like one of I those vacuum, vacuum bags. <laughs> yeah. I love those uh, commercials, <laughs> those infomercials. I know. They never seem to work quite as well as they do no, on the commercial. No, but, man, but they get that entire person's, like, <laughs> luggage into under slide under the bed. Like, I wonder if it would work for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> No, because you can't breathe. You can't have air. I don't support it. All right. Air is good. Um, okay. Here's a hot take I need you to take a stand on. Okay. I'm sorry to do this to you. Right. Nativity scenes, year round or only at Christmas? Well, I don't want to step on anybody's toes because obviously... Yeah, I don't want a bad review because of you. So. Right. <laughs> I'll never read it. So who cares? Say what you need to I say. Like no, I I typically put mine up at Christmas time okay. and then it goes back because the focus for me at Christmas, I really do want to keep it on the reason for the season and not mm-hmm. just be a cliche. Mm-hmm. So it is nice to have decoration that brings me back to the manger, that brings me back to to Jesus coming and what that really meant for yeah. us. So I don't keep it out year round, but I'm not like anti. Sure. Keep it out year round. Yeah. I mean, I, I if people feel like they want to do that. I think mm-hmm. that's great. I um I was very political, very PC of you. Hold <laughs> on now. I um when I travel to other countries, yeah. the thing I buy, if I can find it, is a Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. Oh. Not the whole thing, yes. not the whole kit and caboodle. Right. But I like to buy those three. Yes. But I've really struggled with can I can I set them out? Because that's yeah. from Ecuador and that's from Israel. Right. And that, you know. And I would say yes. Okay, you would. I would. Great. I mean, I think that those are special things. So I think special things can take up a special spot. How do you do nativity scenes with kids? Mm. How do you do like the beautiful? Because in the book, on page nine, <laughs> is the same, like the big, what's yes. it called? Um, who Who is it that makes those? Willow tree? Yeah, willow yeah. tree. Yeah. The willow tree nativity scene. I have the same one. And mine also has a bagpiper oh, because I used to live in Scotland. Yes. So my mom added a bagpiper to mine, which is just for everybody to know that's not the Bible story. But I love that. It could have been. But I mean, like, we don't know. Children. That's right. Who can know? Just because they didn't write it down doesn't mean they weren't that's there. Right. So there may have been a bagpiper. Um, <laughs> these with children are fine because they don't have little pieces and they're just right. wood and they're not going to break. Right. Do you have other suggestions? Like how do we let kids be a part of the nativity decoration when we have like the solid crystal one that we got as a wedding gift or well that's where I say find the ones that are either unbreakable or or that you don't mind if you know that it's not a family heirloom you know that's going to get damaged yeah so you know that might mean you know buying a lego one for a few years and letting oh that's a great idea like it may just mean adjusting for a a season again it comes back to I would totally love a lego one is that an option I believe there is one okay Let's get yeah. Jenna on ordering know, those like, for us and get them both to our houses. Can, can, Chief can we sell Annie a officer few? out there, and Jenna, she can handle it. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. because then then that does help them 
feel mm-hmm. like there's an ownership for themselves in the yeah. in the decorations at Christmas time and in the nativity. And like you said, the wood ones, those are great ideas. Find find some local carpenters maybe that make some because there's always somebody at a farmer's market or something yeah. that's that's got that kind of product. And and let the kids enjoy it. Let them hold them. Let them yeah. touch them and talk about what that means. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about the I feel this a lot. I I have watched a friend of mine feel this about her kids. Uh, sometimes we we get real precious about the holidays and traditions, and then kids can kind of mess that up. Sometimes well, to all the children listening, you have yeah. only brought joy to our lives. Right. But <laughs> but you know, like they can break something that your grandmother. It was your grandma. I have a my most prized Christmas possession is my grandmother's like Christmas tree, like ceramic Christmas tree. Yes, the idea that a child would knock that off a counter and yes. shatter it right. makes me. Never want to procreate. <laughs> how, how do we balance real life? We feel precious about these things, yeah. and and their things. Well, I and that's right. I mean, at the end of the day, they're things, and the children are people. And being reminded of that helps me keep the balance in yeah. in that. And and yes, it can still hurt, and it can still. Yeah, so I say, talk to the woman whose yeah. son did break their precious thing last right. week. And and you did yell, you yeah. know, that it got broken because they weren't being careful. Well, but, you know, the extra grace required, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's that um, the kids are only little for a brief time. And I think if we kind of go into it with the mindset of it won't always look like this, it won't always be this way, it's kind of a temporary thing. And then mm-hmm. one day, you know, we can really expand and do more. Um, but really seeing the awe of the Christmas season through children's eyes mm. is really beautiful. And mm-hmm. so we have to continue to remember, you know, our job and why we're here and and that it's people and it's not things. Yeah. When you're thinking about decorating your home and you're doing wreaths on the kids' doors mm-hmm. and you're doing good smell and soap in mm-hmm. your bathroom, mm-hmm. um, but you're also trying to, trying to stay on budget. Yeah. Will you put in – because I do think decorating your house is important. Sure. I don't think it's like – who cares? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because I do think there's something really beautiful about making your home seasonal and sure. lovely. And right. Talk about why that matters to you. I mean, it mattered enough to you that you wrote Heart and Home for Christmas, that people actually do something with their home. Yeah. I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I want my home to be a place where people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. where they want to come into. And mm-hmm. that includes my family. Um, and that includes people who aren't my family or people I don't know yet. I want them to feel at home when they come in our home. So the space needs to be um, not necessarily beautiful or have the most new things or the the best items that there can be, but it needs to be a place that they could sit down in comfort, that they could, um, you know, have a cup of coffee and sit and chat, mm-hmm. maybe get into a deeper conversation. But at the end of the day, you know, the, the decor is is just kind of the tool, it, and it could be mm-hmm. just a way to have our homes be set so yeah. we feel comfortable to open the door. Oh, that's right. It just makes it makes you more willing as the home owner or renter or the, the one yeah. who lives there. It makes right. you more willing to invite people over because you feel like your house even if it's your your budget is very low and you've got a Christmas tree on the dining room table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just that little touch. It's just saying, you know, here's my space and you're welcome in it, mm-hmm. I think that that makes such a difference. I mean, I, people today are are missing connection. Yeah, they really, they really want to have that interpersonal connection. And if we're just willing to open the door, whether we have the one tree or six, you know, yeah. that's, that's what matters. Six trees. Um, I, yeah, I was on a podcast not too long ago, and uh, 
yeah, they there are people rich that have, people dot com podcast. Which one was that? I, I was kidding. a little I was a little unprepared because the question was that's how great. many Christmas trees do you have in your home, and I was like, that's awesome. One. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like multiple. I mean, I, I have some yes. friends. My parents have multiple because mom has one fun. that's like all the kid ornaments. Yes, and one that is actually what she thinks is pretty. Right, absolutely. I and I get that. it. I love it, I and I think too. it's great. But I'm not a, a Christmas You're tree in every room. Yeah. But I have friends that are, and they're gorgeous, yeah. and it's wonderful. And you yeah. just you love going in. And and it, it's entertaining and sweet and and loving, but it's not me. Yeah, and, and that's that's the sentence. Yeah. It's not about your budget. It's not about what's most popular. It's not about what Instagram says. Right. What is you? Right. And what is you? And what will your friends and family feel at home with with you? Because right. if they walked into my house and there were nine Christmas trees, people would be like, "Downs, <laughs> this is a forest. This place is not large enough." You have now, I cannot see the TV or the fridge. Right. Or sit down. Right. There's nowhere right. to sit. There is nowhere right. to sit because you've covered this place in pine needles. <laughs> but there are some pl- some places where people go, hey. oh my gosh. Uh, do you know who I love? Kelly Hampton. Do you uh, follow her? I don't. Uh, she's one of my very favorite followers on Instagram. I was wondering if she had contributed. But she does like a little tree in every kid's room. Yes. I'm like, yes, that is so Kelly Hampton to right. me. Right. Right. No, it's perfect. And, you know, and again, each season, like there may be seasons where you have a little more in your budget and yeah. you want to do a little more and you feel the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. You know, go ahead. But there may be seasons where everybody's sick, you mm-hmm. know, like this is prime time for the stomach flu. Yeah. <laughs> right. And nobody yeah. wants to decorate a tree yeah. or more trees yeah. or wreaths. And you're just happy to get a present wrapped. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there are seasons uh, in life that we have to navigate and navigate well. And if we keep people... At the top of the priority list, yeah. I think that that helps. But I'm glad I didn't raise my kids in the Pinterest, Instagram days right. because that would have been a lot of pressure. There right. is a lot of pressure. And as much as I love it and I'm there, I, I mean, people take a long time to put those pictures together and to yes. make that happen. And they don't necessarily live in those spaces the mm-hmm. way they are. So yes, it's not always right. real life. That's right. You know, so we have to be careful. You know, we yeah. want to be inspired and encouraged, but we don't necessarily want to be like, Oh my gosh, you know, I have yes. to do all of this or else it won't matter. Right, that's right. And I I mean I had dinner with a family last night and the oldest son Theo is a kindergartner, I think he's a kindergartner, and I said, What did you bring home from school? Or somehow that, that was the question. He said, Well, I didn't bring home any viruses. And I was like, Nope, okay. <laughs> Great. He was like, I Bonus. washed my hands. And I thought, Oh yeah, everyone's worried about I mean, because yeah. when a whole family gets sick at Christmas. What a It goes from one to the next. Yeah. I mean, it's... Because it, everybody's home. <laughs> yeah. It's not it fun. It just gets real, real quick. Right. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation with Victoria to tell you a couple of things. For starters, remember coming up in February and March is the Love Better Tour. It's me. It's Jonathan Bacluda. It's Crosspoint Music, which includes Mike Grayson and Cheryl Stark. We're going to be in eight different cities. It is going to be such a fun night. You can go to CompassionLive.com and see all about it. Some of, in fact, most of the BFF experiences are close to sold out if they aren't all the way sold out. And a lot of the events are running low on tickets. So you want to go ahead and jump on that. And if you want to give tickets to a friend, to a spouse, to your girlfriend, to your boyfriend, this event is for men and women 
and anybody who wants to come. We're going to talk about how you love God, how you love other people, and how you love yourself better, and how you love your city better. There's some really fun stuff coming at each of the cities that's really specific. I think you are going to love it. But if you want to gift it on my website, AnnieFDowns.com, you can find these little cards that our graphic designer Kate created that you can print out with all four of our faces like little elves. You can print those out and include that in the gift you wrap. So you can include the tickets and the little card, letting people know that they are headed to the Love Better Tour for Christmas. And also just wanted to remind you that we are going to kick off 100 Days to Brave 2020 on January 1st. We are going to start this new decade with 100 Days of Courage. We are going to start and we will finish. We are going to be people who finish. So you want to make sure you grab a copy of 100 Days to Brave. You can do that. Either get the original white hardback copy or we do have the imitation leather that's really beautiful. It's a deluxe version with the imitation leather and with 10 bonus days in the back. And so whichever of those you want to do, we will start on January 1st. So make sure you grab a copy of 100 Days to Brave. Okay, now back to the show with Victoria. One of the things I love about the pictures you put in here is this isn't one person's home. No. And so you don't look at it and go, wow, they did all this. You're like, no, no, no. This is like 17 people yep. who all contributed. Yes. And that's a good reminder because yeah. everybody's style. I like it. One of the things I love about looking at the pictures is all everyone's style is a little different. Exactly. Yeah. And it's fun because it, that means there's not necessarily a wrong way to get yeah. it done. You yeah. Know? And it's what appeals to you personally that you can enjoy. Um, here's a pro question that I don't have the answer to that I really came across right. this year and I needed your help. So I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Put all my ornaments on the tree. Love it. There is half a box of ornaments that I do not care for anymore. What do we do with those? Well, you can put them up for later. Or if you have a little amount of storage and you don't want to store them, you send them off to Goodwill and let somebody else enjoy them. Oh, does Goodwill do? Why have I? See, the, the, we were talking earlier about what I edit out. This is what I don't edit out. What a doofus I am. Of course, they go to Goodwill. You somebody can else Goodwill. might. Yeah. Somebody else will enjoy them. Okay. You know, so or give them to someone that you know they would love. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can gift them to people. Do you clear out your ornaments? Yes. Okay. Yes, my husband is adamant about you know trends and you know keeping things oh, sure. very very you know current. So things get changed around quite a bit. Okay. Well done. But it's you. fun. Yeah. I have, I, I'm, because everything means something. Yes. A lot of mine have meaning. In about seven, no, 2010, I think, uh, maybe 10, uh, no, it was after that, sorry, maybe 12 or 13, my ornaments molded in the basement. Oh, no. Uh, the basement flooded, and they're in, they're in plastic yes. containers. Yeah. One of them had the a, um, just a slit in the plastic in the bottom, so it had filled with water. Oh, no. And drained out, and I never knew. Oh, that's so sad. And so at Christmas, when I had to go get them, Covered Oof. in mold. So I could wash. And I'm in the dishwasher, I learned, for anyone out there who has moldy ornaments, Dawn soap will clear clean most of them. But any of the ribbons and any of the ones that had any fabric yeah. had to fabric be thrown away. And it was sure. devastating. Oh. I just can't even. Oh, it makes I used my to heart teach hurt. elementary school. Oh, and so yes. I had a bunch from when I taught school that kids <laughs> had given me. And it was very, very hard. But what I did learn is like, okay, you can get new ornaments yes. my sweet little small group they all they were Aww. all college girls who had no money and they each bought me a new ornament Aww. it was really really sweet yeah um so but cleaning them out i can take them to goodwill yeah okay and yeah. do you do i mean you do that every year like when do you do that not Are you every year do that when am i supposed to do that when i put them back in or is it right now while nobody's in there that i use and just like i think if i think if you know you're not going to use them and you really don't like them i think go ahead and, and declutter like okay. go ahead and just move it out yeah um 
holding on to it. I'm and I'm the terrible at this, so I'm giving you advice that I have a hard time keeping myself. Uh-huh. So um, I, I love to hang on to things because I never know. Like I yeah. my I might change my yeah. mind and decide I like it after all. Um, so my my advice is go ahead and move it out. Like especially yeah. if you don't have a lot of room to hold on to it. But then sometimes after Christmas. We'll be like, you know, we've used these ornaments for, you know, a little while now, and maybe we want to change the color scheme next year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to look for maybe ornaments on sale after Christmas that are the new scheme that we want to do next year. Oh, cool. um, and so we're going to go ahead and move those Interior out. Interior design husband. What a dream. I also, well, I'm making a list, Santa. I'd also like a husband who handles finances better than I do. So that combo, yeah, someone who will look at the numbers mm, and have the right. Yeah. Co- I, as long I, as he I, gives you a little bit of an allowance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and the, here's the thing about getting married at this point. He's go- I'm going to be able to spend money. <laughs> I work really hard. But I'm like, he's got to love Christmas. Yeah. A love for Christmas is like base. A love for Jesus and Christmas is yes. very baseline. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, man, an interior design husband that goes yeah. like, hey, we've got to have a really trendy looking tree is probably pretty fun. And he loves lights, like lighting. I mean, he. Don't do them outside and oh, inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He really? is big on the outside lights. So it is a lot of fun because I love those too. Yeah. It's just so, it just feels festive and, yes. and you enjoy that. And so, yes, he actually, he just put the lights on the tree last weekend uh, for me because mm-hmm. I was um, at an event in Florida. Yeah. And so he put the lights up and I was like, thank you. Are you white light people or colored light people? We are white light people. Okay. But we'll do a lot of colors outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that you're all the bright twinkly yes. ones outside, white yeah. lights on your tree. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I am currently too. But that's because I'm sorry. I don't know what your take is going to be on this, but I have a fake tree. Ah. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, it's Thanks. okay. We love our we love our real tree. That was just something that we committed to years ago that yeah. we really really liked. We don't go hack it down, you know, in sure. the forest. <laughs> sure, sure. But we do like to go, you know, to Lowe's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to a local pre-hacked situation and get it there. I respect that. <laughs> I am a fake tree person currently. Yes. With a pre-lit tree because yeah. I just can. Oh no. Yes. It, it I mean that done. makes sense. I open it. I wear long sleeves and gloves and open it up and spread. Spread those beautiful leaves out, and then I plug it in, and she ready. <laughs> and there she goes. That's right. That's right. Um, so the transition now, a lot of us, we're finishing decorating for Christmas. Christmas is next week. And then we'll clean up. How do we transition our home? Because I still love the warm, cozy feeling in January. Right. What's that transition like? How do we, and I'm not just talking your house, but I do want you to tell me about your house. Mm. But one of the things you've done beautifully in this book is walk us through these devotionals around Christmas and decorating What's it like to change your home as you change your heart Mm -hmm. as we look toward out of Advent, toward Lent, toward a new year? Well, I think it's always such a great time for introspection, right? I mean, I'm I'm always kind of thinking through, you know, what happened this year or, Mm -hmm. you know, what did I accomplish or what didn't I? What do I want to do in the new year? And I mean, we're coming up to a new decade. So it's really even like for me, I'm like, I can't wait, you know, for those moments where I just get to sit and and just think through what is it that God has ahead? What do I need to do? Um, And so that introspection comes through. And I think a lot of it's just the decluttering at mm-hmm. Christmas season, you know, mm-hmm. when you start to kind of put things away. But I think about the decluttering that has to happen in our hearts, too. Mm. Like, we accumulate a lot of junk, especially around this season, because we're busy, we're stressed, we're tired, we have schedules that we're trying to keep up with, and yeah. we have too many expectations we're trying to say yes to. And and so just that opportunity to take that step back, have a breath, and declutter the junk, 
Mm-hmm. I think it's a great, it's kind of a, a parallel. We're decluttering the house, kind of leaving maybe some winter decor, but that's not necessarily Christmas. Yeah. And then we can kind of declutter our hearts at the same time. Yeah. What does what your house look like in January? What kind of decorations do you keep from your what you had up at Christmas and what do you add? In general, there's not a lot that we'll keep out, um, to be fair. A lot of people do this really well, though. They've got a really great farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the ladies that contributed, they'll leave out their winter kind of decor, so the twigs, yeah. um, then just the real natural outdoorsy kind of mm-hmm. looks they'll bring inside mm-hmm. for a little while, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, I, do I love too. it. I'm not. I'm. I in my brain, what I usually do is if it's white, mm-hmm. if it's something snow-ish, yes, let's leave it out a little right. bit longer, right? Until and just like because it's very sad to go back to your house of like, oh yeah, this is what it looked like for the last. Uh, 10 months before <laughs> Christmas, and now we're bored again. I always buy lamps, too, in January. Yeah, right? So I'm like, oh, there was such pretty light in that corner, and now there's nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, Target, put a lamp on sale for me that looks a little bit like my old Christmas exactly. tree. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think I think that's maybe what makes winter feel a little long is, you know, once Christmas is over, you know, we're all kind of like, okay, we're spring. You know, yeah, you know right. where's the sunshine? When when can we get there? And so that those months of winter really feel a little dry. Yeah. Girl, how many people feel that in their lives? Mm. Have you listened to that Seasons? I think it's a Hillsong song called Seasons where it's all about like, I thought the winter would be over by now. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it can last far longer than we want it to. And yeah. I think that that's the challenge is still finding the motivation to keep going, yeah. you know, when you're in the middle of that. What I love about your book um, is that heart and home for Christmas. This feels like such a fun thing to hand. I mean, it's mostly for women, yes. right, to be fair. Sure. Um, we, I try to tell the truth when it's for men and women because I love helping out my dudes. But yeah. this one's probably a gal book, <laughs> just more lean toward. But, I mean, I can think so many of my friends who would love to get this at Christmas as a Christmas gift, and it will help them do that post-Christmas shopping yeah. and get ready for next year sure. and have it sitting. I mean, I one of my favorite things is pulling out the books and the candles. Mm-hmm. The first thing, even before the tree's up, I've got Christmas books out and Christmas candles out. Uh, I think that, you know, the the whole idea behind the book that my heart was, was not only for Christians who needed the encouragement and that just, you know, sometimes we're just so busy um, mm-hmm. that we need just a, a word of scripture and a yeah. salient point that will, will help us through the day. But also I wanted it to be beautiful because I would love it to start a gospel conversation with someone. Mm. Like if you gave it to a friend or somebody you worked with that you weren't sure exactly where they idea. stood in their faith that you could give it as a gift and not feel kind of awkward about, I'm going to give you a book about the Bible. Yeah. You know, I'm giving you a book that's that's lovely and that you could find maybe some joy in, but there's yeah. truth in there too. And you just never know what kind of conversation that will spark. And that was really my heart. Yeah. My heart was, you know, God, just take it and make it do something like that. Um, that's, you and I did a similar thing. I did that with 100 Days to Brave. I call yeah. it Sneaky Jesus. Yes. Where on the cover... You're not going to necessarily know. I mean, no one's going to think like, I bet this girl worships the devil. Like no one's doing that based on your cover. But also they aren't going to like assume it's faith-based or not because it's just beautiful. Right. And so, um, but then once they get into it, you can't help but run into a faith experience and then they can do with that what they will. Yeah. So, And you never know when God will choose to use a seed that's been planted in the future. So for me, it was just being obedient to what I knew he was calling me to do Mm -hmm. and then trying to figure out a way to leverage beauty with a book. I say that to parents and grandparents all the time where I'm like, buy books for your teenagers and Mm -hmm. put them on their shelf. Yeah. Because I get emails. I have a couple of teen books and I'll get emails. I bet this will happen with this one for you too with Heart and Home for Christmas. 
I get emails from parent or from the teenagers themselves who go, five years ago, my grandpa gave me this book for Christmas and I put it on a shelf and didn't read it till yesterday. Mm. You just go like, all right, Lord, yeah. you just put it on their shelf and do it, do what you will with it yes. at the right time. Yeah. Um, I love that. Okay. Give me, give me two tricks for Christmas that I don't know about decorating. You got Ooh. two in your back pocket? Well, we talked a little bit about lights earlier, but I think lights are everything. And you say buy more than you need. Yes. Okay. I mean, because you can stick them in clear glass vases. You know, they can be on battery-operated packs, and they can just twinkle inside the yes. glass. It's so beautiful, beautiful when the lights are kind of out and you've got just lighting. So always, you know, grab those things, especially mm-hmm. when they're on sale. You know, yes. you can grab them. Um, and you can use lights. They come in a variety of sizes and shapes, and the fairy lights with the copper wire. Yeah. Um, you can just drape those around different places. So I say lights. Lights, you know, go lights. You can't go wrong. Um, and then metallics. I think metallics are so beautiful at Christmas time. Gold and silver and rose gold, yes, copper. Girl, I on. mean, you know, just dive in. Don't yeah. be afraid of it. You know, color. And then the last thing is for kids. You know, I really think the craft paper wrapping is so fun. They can rubber stamp it. Yeah. They can decorate it themselves. And you can dress it up if you like to keep everything the same. You can put the ribbons on it and keep it pretty. So it's a real practical way to let the kids get involved. Brilliant. Heart at home for Christmas. I love it. Um, Okay, something we've asked everyone to do all year that our friends listening have already known about is every guest for the whole year has been telling us a Christmas story and we've just been sprinkling them in. Mm -hmm. So will you tell us one of your favorite, like a memory or a recipe or a tradition that you guys do in your house? Okay, sure. A couple years ago, we took a trip during Christmas, and we took all the kids with us. We went out to California and just got to see out there. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, drive the coast and then um, went to Tahoe and rode snowmobiles. So we had the best of both oh, worlds. I love it. You had the beach and then you had the snow. But one of the things that we didn't think about was uh, Christmas morning when we got up, the kids came in our room and they were like, where's the breakfast casserole? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, we're in a hotel in California. Right. There is no breakfast casserole. And they were they were devastated. And I mean, these are grown, grown children. Yeah. And they wanted the breakfast casserole. And it was something that I've made, you know, every year right. and, and just do it Christmas time because it was easy. You make it the day before, it yep. goes in the refrigerator, yep. you pull it out the next morning and right. cook it. You know, there's no baking being done Christmas morning because yeah. there's too much chaos for that. And I had no idea that it was just that that important, you yeah. know, that they really missed it the year that we traveled. And so that just happened a couple years ago. That's, That's really a lot of fun. Sweet. What yeah. else do y'all eat on Christmas morning? Um, really just that breakfast casserole. That's it. And sometimes I have to make two pans because okay. it's really good. Yeah. Is it the one where it's like bread and egg and it yes. sausage and mm-hmm. cheese and it so soaks So it's croutons overnight. on the bottom, you know, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. soaks all that up and yeah. mm, so good. Lots of good cheese. We, um, we're big believers in monkey bread. Oh, yes. Mm. We do love some monkey bread too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. That's what we, I mean, we eat on that all day. Oh, yes. It just stays out on the table. It doesn't last very long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. Same, same. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And I just, I have to not be on a diet at Christmas time because that's no, no fun. No. no. You've come to a very safe place where we don't really believe in dieting because we just think life is way too long. Yeah. That, and you've got too many options. We believe in healthy living, but not having seasons where you're unkind to yourself because you're trying to be a different size. We don't believe in any okay. of that here. Sounds good to we me. We believe in being healthy and taking care of yourself so that you can do what God's called you to for a real Amen. long time. Yes. But that's about all we need. I like it. So, um, so yes, eat, eat your monkey bread. Yes. And then in yeah. July, play outside a lot. And they... And in 90 years, evens it'll it, all balance it evens out. evens its out. That's exactly right. Got it. So the final question we always ask, okay. because the show is called That Sounds Fun, yeah. tell me what y'all do for fun. You know, my daughter asked me this the other day, and since I started writing, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, like I don't even know how to answer that question anymore. Really? Because it's been writing 
Because it, it was writing as a hobby, and now yes. it's okay. Like, um, no, for fun. I love to play the piano. I oh, love. Yeah, I, I love mean, piano players. So I play the piano, and that's enjoyment for me. Yeah. Um, fun is just hanging out with my kids. They play. They sp- play sports, and I was never sporty spice. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I, I tag along, and I can yell really loud yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and cheer for them. But it's it's a lot of fun just to be with the family. Are that's, the older two in college? Uh, the oldest one just graduated in okay. May. Um, and the, Where'd she go? She went to Mississippi College. Yeah, of course. And graduated with a sports management degree. Great. She'd love to run an NBA team one day. Atta like, girl, you know, get it. Like, okay. recruit players. Yeah. And, you know, okay. Make all the hard decisions. Yeah. And, um, so she'd love that. But she's working on her real estate license right now, too. Okay. And then um, the middle's going to Northwest Community College right now. Okay. And she started her freshman year, so she's almost done her first semester. Oh, there We're you go. excited for her. Um, and then the youngest is... Uh, He's just chilling. He's like, I got so much high school left to do. He's a sophomore, so, yeah. you know. He's like, I just got to get through this, make some TikToks, be on the internet. Listen, he was he just started his TikTok account, Annie. He had 15,000 views on one of his videos the wow. other day. Yeah. That's impressive. I know. I was like, man, you got to show me how I to do, do this. It. I don't think I can do TikTok. I don't think I've, I have – my bigger concern is how much time I will spend watching them. <laughs> If I get on TikTok. So it's I just a, probably gotta, a dark hole. Yeah, yeah. I loved Vine. And I'm oh. like, oh, this is a Revine. Yes. And I can't. <laughs> I can't. It took up. It's a great way to make me just face and phone. <laughs> We're trying to have a week away. We can't yes, do it. Yes, that's right. Um, Victoria, thank you for doing this. Oh, and thanks for writing this book. I'm just so grateful. It's beautiful and so needed. Thank so, you. Thank, thank you, you so much. It. I appreciate that. And and it's just so fun to be here with you. Know, I'm like I so excited. Thank you for coming And to my town. sweet friend Bria is just going to be so delighted. Oh, hi, Bria. <laughs> I've heard about you. Now we're real life friends too. So um, Merry Christmas, Victoria. Thanks for Thank doing you. this. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Oh, friends, isn't she brilliant? I know. We were laughing before the show about what kind of things I edit out, which you can probably tell is next to nothing. But one of the things I said is I don't edit out when I ask dumb questions. And that Goodwill question, there you go. Proof. Proof that I don't edit it out. And make sure you give Victoria a follow on Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Tell her thanks for being on the show. And grab a copy of Heart at Home for Christmas for yourself, for some of the women in your life. It is a great thing to add, especially if you're doing maybe something next week at work or at your school where you're getting to like, you know, give a secret Santa gift or just add something to a basket. This would be a great gift. Heart and home for Christmas. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs, F as in fir trees, because you can decorate with those. Apparently, Victoria says, take them from your church's property. So get you some fir branches and decorate. I also have like fake fur blankets in my house. So it just works all the way around. Annie F. Downs, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places. That's how you can find me. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same. We've got a couple of those Christmas stories here for you at the end. And the Christmas party continues tomorrow with our good friend, Melinda Doolittle. Y'all aren't even ready. Oh, you aren't even ready. Melinda Doolittle is just the best. I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. We will see you guys tomorrow. What's up, guys? It's Jeff and Alyssa Bethke, and we have one of our favorite Christmas memories, or maybe Alyssa has another one that's different from mine. We will see, because we're doing it live, like Bill (laughs) O'Reilly likes to say, if you've ever seen that meme online. And if you haven't, then you are not living life. Actually, this is a Christian show. Don't go look up that video. It's a bad video. Don't look it up. What I'll say is this, guys. My favorite memory. So we live in Maui, Hawaii, and one of our favorite 
and that, that that context is important. I'm not just trying to I'm not just trying to gloat. Is because our favorite my favorite Christmas memory is when we go cardboard sledding. Mm. Because like basically, guys, what? we we want to go snowboarding or sledding or do all these things that all these cool people do during Christmas. But it's 79 degrees where we live in December, and so one of our favorite things is we do is we store up all our Amazon boxes and we create really fun sleds out of them for the kids. And I actually tape the bottom with packing tape so that it's nice and shiny and glossy. And we go up country, which is this place kind of on Maui, up farther up the hill. It's a little colder. It's like 60 degrees. <laughs> and there's a big grass hill. And we basically just bomb down push the hill. Push our children we down the hill. We push our children down them. And I have completely <laughs> almost broken many of their bones with how hard I push them. Because it's every dad's job to push their kids and their limits. That's right. um, but it's a blast, man. We do it every year. And it's a tradition for us. And I, and I love it. But would you say that or something else? Yeah. So one of my favorite memories is our second Christmas together. I was pregnant with Kinsley and we had found out what we were having a boy or girl, but we waited until Christmas morning. So we had the the nurse write it in an envelope and then Christmas morning we woke up together and opened it and saw that it was a girl. Oh, and that, I love that memory. That is good. Yours was way more emotional and sentimental and beautiful and mine Both was just were like, good. Well, I just said I like hurting our children and pushing them down a hill. <laughs> that was good. Gender reveal. That's exactly. what it's called. Gender reveal, yeah, yeah. That was good. What's up? It's Russell and Kaylee Dickerson here, and our fun Christmas memory or tradition fun time thing around Christmas time uh, is how early Kaylee Dickerson sets up the Christmas tree. And it is the day after Halloween. <gasps> no. Yep. I yep, hate Halloween. Straight up. You hate Halloween? I hate it's Halloween. very Christian of you. Yeah, I know, right? Why? No, I don't like it. Well, I like folly things, Okay, but... Uh, I don't like scary things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when people have like the scary stuff up, I'm like, no, 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 I can't yeah. do it. So y'all yeah. have a tree the day after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And okay. you're like all in. Do y'all like turn up the music, decorate? Like I don't turn up the music. She's more apt to do early Christmas music. Yeah. But our theory is the amount of days we're home to see this actual Christmas tree mm -hmm. is about the same as if you put it up. December 1st. Yes. Yeah, I did the math one year and I was November. like, I don't feel bad about this. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'll go to like costume parties and stuff. November yeah, yeah. 1st, like everyone. Everyone. Next year, November this year, 1st. November 1. Yeah, November 1. I did the same. This year, I counted back how many days I was out of town in December and I backed it up and added my tree. Yeah. See? Which was what? It uh, ended up being the teens of November. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? It's not as crazy. Okay. Now, the sentimental fun. story is y'all do your own Christmas. We do our own Christmas because we go to his family, my family, both sides for both holidays, and it gets really chaotic. And so we started to do our own little Christmas gift exchange. Like, we we treat the whole day like Christmas. Like, cinnamon rolls for breakfast, oh. exchange <laughs> gifts, and then do like a nice dinner, just the two of us. Mm -hmm. What day do you And watch it? Christmas movies. Whatever day we have free. Oh, you just it pick was another day. day. This year, yeah. You this year, we did, yeah. This year we did on actual Christmas, which was the first time we've ever done that. Yeah. It was five years of marriage before we did actual Christmas. But yeah, like it would be like the 18th or something. We have our own. Do you have a name for it? No, just our Christmas. <laughs> That's undickerson to me to I not know, have a yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, but, so I'm gonna need y'all to work that out yeah. in 2019. Yeah, <laughs> get you a name for your two Christmas. We'll get you. We'll get you back. We'll okay. get you back. Hey, it's Louis Giglio, Passion City Church, Passion Conferences, and um, just talking about my book, Not Forsaken, which is available for the first time this Christmas, which is pretty cool, and thinking about Christmas memories. My blood pressure goes up around Christmas time. You can ask Shelly, my wife, getting the Christmas tree almost puts me out every year. So now we have some <laughs> elves deliver it to our house. For real. That's a thing in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. You can call the King of Pops. The elves will deliver your tree, set it up in your house, and go away. This is a gift to humanity. Because my dad and I used to go up South Cobb Drive in Marietta, Georgia, yep. to the Christmas tree lot with instructions from my mom. I want about an eight-foot tree. 
Well, we were a middle-class family, so we weren't getting some blue spruce or noble spruce or whatever all those rich people trees are. We were getting a scotch pine tree. Right. You could get a good one for $49. <laughs> My dad and I would pick it out. We'd get perfect shape. Every year, we'd make the same mistake. We'd take the tree home. We'd get the old standout that had the ring and the three legs, but scotch pines typically grow on the side of hills. So they come out of the ground going one way, then they find the sun and, and go another way. So my dad would be like, oh, great. This thing won't fit in the stand, and it's not straight, so we have to saw that part off. That There went about eight inches. Then it was fat, and we couldn't get that in the ring. So then we had to saw a little bit more off. And then we had to saw some branches off to slide it down into the ring. Every year, by the time we got it in the house, it was a six-foot tree <laughs> every year. And my mom would come in and yell at my dad, and my dad would lose it, and I would just laugh. But now, not so funny. Christmas tree buying time, I'm like, oh, blood pressure's going up again. (laughs) So thank you for the Christmas tree elves. And man, I love those times with dad. Awesome. Awesome.